This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The renewable fuels industry is pressing the EPA to reconsider a draft commentary that has the potential to reshape the way the agency views the intersection of ethanol and climate change. Biofuel leaders testified to EPA's Science Advisory Board today, pressing for a change to a letter that would double as the board's advice to the agency on ethanol's land use. Chris Bliley with Growth Energy says many studies point to nearly 50% emissions reductions of ethanol compared to gasoline, and studies arguing to the contrary are in the minority. Studies claiming otherwise consistently ignore hard data in favor of questionable assumptions and outdated projections. Specifically, the commentary points to a minority of studies that fall outside of the bound of meeting EPA's greenhouse gas reduction requirement because of flawed land use change estimates to claim that ethanol does not have climate benefits. Meanwhile, the commentary fails to note that the majority of studies reviewed do meet EPA's required greenhouse gas reduction threshold. Renewable Fuels Association head Jeff Cooper concurred, noting the Department of Energy's Argonne National Lab has studied corn ethanol more than any other entity in the world, and its studies run contrary to the advisory board's commentary. The Argonne researchers noted that corn ethanol, quote, can play a critical role in the U.S. desire for deep decarbonization of its economy, end quote. Curiously, the SAB commentary does not include a single mention of Argonne's extensive research quantifying the GHG impacts of corn ethanol. The SAB agreed to explore revisions to the document and offer final say on the commentary to Board Chair Allison Cullen. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, lawmakers at a House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee hearing were encouraged to maintain a program offering broadband service discounts to low-income households. The Affordable Connectivity Program was included in the 2021 Infrastructure Bill and offers at least $30 in monthly support for Internet bills. Witnesses encouraged Congress to maintain the program, which is expected to exhaust its funding in 2024. The hearing also touched on the viability of investments in broadband expansion projects, something North Carolina local infrastructure planner Sarah Nichols said Congress should consider as it identifies its long-term approach. Fiber is the most scalable, reliable, long-term, future-proof strategy we have. So the cost efficiency is really lost when we have to keep coming to these hearings and reappropriating funds year after year to do technologies that only are Band-Aid approaches to the solution. She says the current download and upload speed benchmarking misses the mark. The 25.3 standard is already behind and the needs for technology increases will keep going. So put in a strategy that allows for that baseline to come into play. The gigabit fiber network solves that solution. So rather than keep putting in uh, 25.3, put in the gigabit solution now so that we can spend it when the cost is actually the cheapest. Noah Wicks has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture is rolling out $455 million in global food security assistance through the McGovern Dole Program and Food for Progress. USDA says the investment will include more than 375,000 metric tons of American commodities that will go to local market sales and to hungry children at schools around the world. 
Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the McGovern-Dole program has provided 5.5 billion meals over the last two decades plus. 31 million students and families have received assistance throughout 48 countries. In the upcoming fiscal year, USDA plans to focus its attention on projects in Cameroon, Haiti, Mozambique, Nepal, Nicaragua, Sri Lanka, and Togo. Togo is also among the seven countries set to benefit from the upcoming round of Food for Progress funding. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.